What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. One of the things that allowed you to find this show was it had to either be suggested or somebody's told you about it. We're trying to get to 1,000 reviews across all of our audio platforms. However you are listening to this right now, there's somebody else just like you and we want to reach them and we want them to know that, hey, there's a resource here, there's a community. Would you mind leaving us a review? The more reviews that we have, other people just like yourself get a chance to hear and see this show. So if you don't mind, please just drop us a review. It takes literally five, 10 seconds on whatever platform that you're listening to. I'd really appreciate it. Let's get into the episode. This is the CEO of LinkedIn. Skills, not degrees, matter most in hiring. You ever been doing something so long, but you never went and understood the definition of the thing. And then when you finally went and looked up the definition, you were like, I've always had that out of context. Here's the definition of a skill as a noun, the ability to do something well. Well, that, wow, huh? That means that all 8 billion people on the planet right now have the ability to do something well. We, we have literally bought these ideas that tell us the only way I can do this job, the only way I can, I can focus on this, the only way I can get this done is I got to have this thing and I got to get this first. And once I get this, then I can. I'm sorry. The definition of skill literally says the ability to do something well. I'm going to ask you really quickly. Do you have the ability to do something well? Yes or no? You are now listening to the Grow Your Side Business podcast, where I help ambitious employees develop their side business in a five-day challenge. You can go to growyoursidebusiness.com right now. And while you are here listening to the audio experience, I thank you so much because however you found us, that is awesome. My job as a former corporate employee who's been able to build multiple side businesses and help a lot of other people is to help you do the same. You're in the right place at the right time in your life. Let's listen to today's episode. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Um, Man, I want to say hello and welcome. As you know, my name is Chris Williams. Uh, I am the host of the Grow Your Side Business podcast. I help uh, corporate professionals, ambitious employees every day learn how to grow a side business faster. If you want more information, you can always access my Side Hustle Secrets course. With that being said, listen, um, I just saw something recently in a Harvard business report. And if you are on here live, let me know live. If you see this as a replay, let me know if you see this as a replay. I just saw something that really um, forced me. I'm not going to lie. It's literally forced me to go live like right now. I want to share this. So in this article, right, I, I listen, I, I do know that right now today, a lot of people are concerned. They're worried. They're frustrated. They're uh, trying to figure out what their next move is going to be. And for many of us, wave your hand at me or put a me too down in the comments. If you're the kind of person that a lot of times when you get afraid, you do nothing. So unfortunately, you don't move because fear kind of stops you. Right. I'm not judging. you. I'm saying I've done it, too. Um, But just let me know if that's you down in the comments. I want to actually help you today because there's something that I just saw in an article that I think should be a clarion call to all of us. Harvard Business Review article um, is of the CEO of LinkedIn, Ryan Rolans, Rolans, Ross Lansky. I want to make sure I say his name right. 
said this in a Harvard Business Review. Um, it just came out earlier uh, this week. So if you want to grab that, you can grab it. But one of the things that he said, and I'm just going to read the quote here, is that he said, let me get to this quote. In this quote, he says, skills, not degrees, matter most in hiring. Skills, not degrees, matter most in hiring. This is the CEO of LinkedIn. Now, whether you believe him or not, whether you think in your own mind that that doesn't matter, I want to give you a little bit of context. So if you think about the last 10 to 20 years of uh, those who've either moved up the ladder in your corporate profession, or you think about those who've, um, who've had an opportunity to build a, 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 a life or whatever it is they're doing, people that you, you like, people that you look up to. I want somebody down in the comments, tell me somebody that you actually look up to. Like just whoever it is, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. Like, in fact, I'd rather you pick a non-celebrity person, like write their name down in the comments of a person that you actually look up to. You don't even have to tag them. Just put their name down in the comments of somebody that you're like, man, they're either killing in a business or they're at the top of their game in their corporate career, whatever it is, just write their name down in the comments. I, I'm going to tell you something that when I saw this on this Harvard Business Review, I was like, whoa, this is interesting. And in fact, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I like this article so much. I'm actually going to make sure that I put this down in the comments because I, I want us all to like really stop and think about like, yo, we have to everybody just put down in the comments skill. I just want everybody down in the comments. I just want you to write skill down in the comments, because I think sometimes what we what we what we forget is and I'm just going to put this down in the comments right now. We forget that. The, the the degree is only as good as the person who can actually do the thing, right? So here, I'm gonna put this down in the comments right now. Y'all go grab that article. Go, just go read this article, man. Like it's, it's amazing some of the things that you find out and you start to see this shift in the world. And I want you to know, I don't want you to feel bad about that. Like wherever you are in your corporate journey right now, wherever you may be, um, and whether you're just trying to decide like, hey, I want to I want to level up my life. I want to I want to do more than what I've been doing. I want to I want to make, you know, something possible uh, for the first time in my life. I want to make that step, whatever that step is. I promise you it's on the other side of skill. I'm going to state something that's probably very unpopular. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't at least think about what I'm about to say, because it's probably going to jar you. You ready? You, you ready? You sure? You sitting down? Are you being quiet? I want you to I want you to respond to what I'm about to say. Don't react to what I'm about to say. You do know responses and reactions are very different, right? So anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. So my point is this. Another certification, another few letters behind your name, Another title is not, it will, it will never outweigh your ability to do the thing ever. See, a certification just says 
you have the ability to learn how to do something. Actually doing that thing and getting results with that thing, that's a skill. And matter of fact, while we're talking about skills, I actually have a skill as an acronym. I'm actually going to walk through the acronym of a skill. How many of you understand what I'm saying? That just because you get another, like some of you think I can't start that business or I can't do that thing until I get this certification or I get that thing done. And then when I have those letters behind my name, then I can do that is no longer the case. Again, now that traditionally speaking, listen, I, I need I need somebody who understands what they're doing. If you know you're a heart surgeon, okay, you need to go get all the certifications that require to change my heart. Barring outside of those types of things, most of it is the skill. Meaning, how long have you practiced doing the thing? And in fact, I actually want to do something right now. I'm actually going to pull up the definition of skill because. You ever done something? You ever been doing something so long, but you never went and understood the definition of the thing? And then when you finally went and looked up the definition, you were like, huh, I've always had that out of context, right? Here's the definition of a skill as a noun the ability to do something well. Well, that, wow, huh, the, the ability to do something well, a particular ability. That means that all 8 billion people on the planet right now have the ability to do something well. Talk to me in these social media streets. We all have the ability to do something well, like every last one of us. But you know what I find interesting is that we we think that there's something else to, to doing something well. I, 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 I don't understand how we ended up. Well, I do understand. I understand because we've we've told ourselves a bunch of lies and or we bought a bunch of lies hook, line and sinker about what's possible in our own lives. We we have literally bought these ideas that tell us. The only way I can do this job, the only way I can I can focus on this, the only way I can get this done is I got to have this thing and I got to get this first. And once I get this, then I can. I'm sorry. The definition of skill literally says the ability to do something well. I'm going to ask you really quickly. Do you have the ability to do something well? Yes or no? Something. <laughs> like take it at its literal word. The definition of skill says the ability to do something well. You and I have the ability to do something well. Since that's the only definition I need for skill, that means all of us have all the skills that we need in order to be able to do something well. Am I making sense? Drop a fire emoji if you get what I'm saying. My point is, is that you guys, we have to take the limits off of what we believe we can do. Some of us think we can't go start that business because we're like, well, I haven't done this yet and I haven't done that yet. What's really interesting, the only reason why you say that is because you're watching the people who've been doing it for one, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years now. They've been, they've been leveraging the definition of skill, the ability to do something well, just longer than you have because you spent the same five years talking about it. They spent five years actually doing something well. By the way, that also means that they spent five years doing something not so well. Because all of us suck when we first start. 
You do know that, right? Like you do know that whenever you start something new or when you've been doing something for a while, you and I are going to suck when we first start. Hey, you're enjoying this episode, right? Well, there's something I wanted to share with you. Have you ever heard of the triangle of value? Well, it's something that I actually teach in my side hustle secrets course. See, you actually have a profession, you have practices, and you live by a set of principles. That is your triangle of value. Well, within that triangle of value, you are so valuable in the marketplace that what you know in your head, somebody else is willing to pay you in order to be able to get that information so that they can do the same thing that you're doing. But you didn't know that until now. Well, I've created something just for you. I got a course called the Side Hustle Secrets course. If you go to thesidehustlesecrets.com, you can go ahead and get into my course. I teach you how to use that triangle of value and actually be able to create you a great online profitable business. But here's the cool part. Along with that, I show you my core four strategies and how to be able to take that triangle of value and turn it into four different streams that you can be able to leverage to be able to build you a great side business and reduce the financial stress. Because listen, I know you're enjoying your job. I know you've done all the work that you needed to, to get where you are today. But I also know this between layoffs, firings, and downsizings, it's bound to happen. It happened to me twice. I don't want it to happen to you. Or at least if it does, you have something to fall back on and you don't have to hurt you and your family. I know you got a lot of information in your head and I know you could scale it. And I know there's somebody else out there who is happy willing to pay you to get that information. Well, let me show you how to do it. Go to thesidehustlesecrets.com, get the course, and let's work together to build out and build you what you need for you to have a great side business. Let's get back to the episode. We're all gonna suck. Like every single person is going to suck at whatever it is that we start or that we are doing right now. Somebody tell me down in the comments right now, what's one thing that you know you just have not gotten really good at yet? Just write it down in the comments. What's something you're not really good at? Like, I know I am not good yet at uh, social media. I know that I am not yet good at um, launching uh, products. I know that I'm not yet good at, uh, I'm not as good as I want to be at communication, communicating effectively. I know, like, just write down, like, what are you not good at? Like, like, what is it that you know you're not good at? But that that is not an excuse for for, for not doing it because the definition, the pure definition in Webster's Dictionary literally says of skill, the ability to do something well, pick something and keep doing it. That's the way I look at it. Reverse engineer the definition of skill, right? The definition of skill. And those of you on Instagram, what's happening? We talking about you have skill. All of us have skill. The ability to do something well. If that's all I need for me to have skill, that means I got a whole lot of skill. And I can stack skills, right? But but don't limit yourself because it's easier to dismiss the work by saying, well, I don't, I can't do that right now because I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing X, or I'm not doing that. That's that's not true. We all have the ability to do a skill. Again, the definition literally of skill, just go look up the definition. I'm not making this up. It literally says the ability to do something well. That means all 8 billion people on the planet can do a skill, do something well right now. Based on the definition of skill, the ability to do something well, all of us can do that. So I want to give you the acronym, my acronym for the word skill. Okay. Here's how Here's what I mean. Here's here's the way to look at skill, right? And this is the way I look at it. 
Because I don't care if you have a product or a service. I don't care if you're looking for the next job. I don't care if you're trying to um, to uh, move up in the corporate ladder. I don't care if you're trying to shift industries. I don't care if you're trying to raise, if you're focused on raising your kids. I don't. It does not matter what you want to do. We all have a skill. And I want to break down all five parts of our skill. First one, and I literally wrote these down. Like y'all be thinking I'd be playing. Like I write my stuff down. What's going on? What's happening, IG? So here's the first one. The first part, the S in skill is sales. The S in skill is sales. Listen, I, I know that it's really simple and easy to dismiss sales, but do you know that a lot of people think, well, I'm not good at sales, so I can't do this or I can't do that because I'm not good at sales. That's what we tell ourselves, right? We always say, well, I'm not good at sales. I'm not like Chris. I'm not like Tamara. I'm not like them. They're, they they make it look so easy. Well, based on the definition of skill, the ability to do something well, reverse engineer it. Just keep doing something over and over and over again until you do it well, right? So with sales, we think sales is a bad thing. Sales is not a bad thing. By the way, just to give you a little update, you've been selling all of your life. Your entire life you've been selling. Don't believe me? Hmm, okay, let's go back to when you were five. When you were five years old and you wanted that cookie out of the cookie jar and you really, really wanted it, what did you do? You sold your mama and daddy on why you needed that cookie. You ate all of your vegetables, even the green ones, right? You were part of the clean plate club at five years old, right? And you did even extra. You sat there kind and nice. Why? Because your goal you were selling your parents on the fact that you were going to be good enough to eat that cookie. Right? You were selling your Christmas list when you were 10 years old. Right? Your parents said, hey, tell me what you want for Christmas, son or daughter. Tell me what you want for Christmas. And you wrote down that list. You were thinking about all the things you were singing the song to yourself, you know, got to be, you know, Santa like some nice, you know, like naughty kids. So guess what? I'm going to do all of my chores. I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do in November, December. Why? Because I wrote down my list and I want that. I want that new toy. I want that new game. I want that new outfit or whatever it was. You were selling at the age of 10 everything on your Christmas list to your parents. You remember when you were a teenager? And you really wanted to go to that game? Oh, and not only did you want to go to the game, so you had already conspired with your hooligan friends to also not only go to the game, but stay the night at your other friend's house. So what did you do the entire week before so that you could up your chances to go to the game and stay at your friend's house? What did you do? You sold the heck out of your parents that you were going to be a good kid. You did all the chores. You did all your homework. You didn't get in trouble in school. You were at home on time. You went to bed early just so you can go to the game. And by the way, because you're a teenager, you don't want to go with your parents. You want your friend's parents to pick you up. You sold your parents on a weekend getaway over at their house to go to a basketball or a football game or a volleyball game. You were selling at 16. And then when you were 18, you sold your parents on the college that you wanted to go to. You got the grades. You, you went to the college visit. You knew where you wanted to go. And you told your parents, I want to go to this college. 
You sold the college based on the application that you wrote that I am the student for this school. Again, I'm gonna read the definition, the ability to do something well. I know I'm harping on sales for a second, but every time we hear the word sales, we think it's something weird. You've been selling all of your life. You sold your, your girlfriend on dating her. You sold her long enough to marry her. You married her and then you sold her on children. And then you and then she sold you on moving. <laughs> My point is, y'all, we've been selling all of our lives, all right? So I just I know I've been harping on that one, but listen, stop like making sales this 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 for for other people's stuff. You've been selling all your life. You sold that job when you filled out that application and told them I'm the best candidate for this job. And guess what? Sometimes you got turned down, Mr. and Mr. Salesman for job applications. I got turned down hundreds of times in a layoff, but I was only after that one. Come on, y'all, we've been selling our life. All right, so S stands for skills, okay? Number two, the K stands for knowledgeable. Knowledgeable in today's world should almost become like the form of elementary school. It's the basics. Why is knowledge now the basics? Because you literally have a device that has access to all information. You have access to information out of your ears. There's nothing unavailable to you when it comes to the knowledge that it takes in order for you to understand how to do a specific skill. You have the ability to do something well and whatever that something is that you want to do well, it only takes repetition and a little bit of knowledge and getting out there and selling so that you can learn the skill to acquire. You only learn the skill by doing. So that's why it says the ability to do something well. So, so K is knowledgeable, all right? I is inquisitive. You know what I found out? I found out that every entrepreneur I respect, every business person I love, the people who are doing it the best, I'm talking about the best at what they do. They're just very inquisitive people. They're constantly asking questions. They're constantly saying, I know we do it this good, but how do we make it a little bit better, right? You ever been, ladies, you ever been to a spa? You ever been to like getting your nails and your feet done? You ever been somewhere to like a hairdresser somewhere? You you go because of the experience, because the experience is just that much better. My wife literally will fly to LA for one hairstylist because that one hairstylist is just that much better. So my point is, you have to be inquisitive. You have to ask yourself, okay, if I understand I can sell it, uh, if I understand all I need to gain is the knowledge, you know what? I need to be very inquisitive. I need to understand the industry of whatever it is I want to do, right? My, my, my goal for all of us is to be inquisitive about the entire scope. Put context into what it is you ultimately want to do in life. Like, don't just say, I want to do, like, how many of you want to do real estate? Tell me down in the comments, like, what's the, what's the area of like life? Like if you said, I want to make all of my wealth in this industry, what's the industry? Put it down in the comments. You have to be inquisitive about that industry. See, some people say, I want to make it big in real estate, right? Some people say, oh, I want to, I want to make it. Well, what part of real estate do you want to make it big in? <laughs> Wholesale? Fix and flips, 
uh, rentals, buying holes, multifamily, corporate syndications, foreclosures. Like there's multiple avenues of real estate. What, which area, which lane do you want on this real estate highway do you want to play in, right? But then you got to ask yourself, okay, I want to be, I want to be the best at uh, wholesale. Okay, great. If you want to be good at wholesale, you need to understand the whole scope of wholesale. That means you need to go get in the, the rooms where they're sharing knowledge, right? That goes back to the K. So we got sales. That's the first K, S, right? Of skill. We're doing skills, right? This is our acronym. S is sales. K is knowledgeable. I is inquisitive. L stands for learning. If I'm inquisitive, guess what's going to happen? If I'm willing to be inquisitive, that means I'm going to learn. I know we like to toss around this idea of lifelong learner, but can I tell you something? I think the problem is some of us get stuck at learning and never doing the thing that we're learning about. We get stuck at it. And it's mainly because I talked about this in a, pre, a recent episode of my podcast. Part of the reason is, is because we're consumers by default. We consume so much information and attention and entertainment and all this other stuff that even learning becomes entertainment. You ever met somebody who knows a lot about a little bit, but ain't really doing nothing with all the lot that they know a little bit about? <laughs> you, you ever met that person, right? Like you be asking about something really random one day. And then when you, when you, when you say something, they know about, uh, they know a laundry list of details and you like, man, I, I wasn't trying to be that deep. But clearly, they you ever met that person? They know a lot about a little bit. They they know a, a, a little bit about a whole lot of things, but they don't do nothing with the lot that they know about all these different areas, right? They just talk a good game. That's right, Justin. We just, we don't take action, right? Y'all know my slogan, massive action. Why, 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 like, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make a pact that you and I, just me and you, ain't nobody else listening. Me, me and you, let's make a pact today. We're going to stop being consumers of information and start consuming a little bit of information, but massively going and doing the thing. Can we make that pact today? Let's use the 80-20 rule. I'm going to learn 20% of the time and I'm going to execute 80% of the time on the information that I just learned. Can we just do that? Let's just do that. All right. So let's, let's wrap this up, all right? So S stands for sales. Y'all put this in the chat. S stands for sales. K stands for knowledgeable. I stands for inquisitive. L stands for learning. The last L in skill is for leading. I'm gonna tell y'all something that you might understand probably after you get off this podcast because it took me the last few years to get this. Everybody is following Somebody. But not everybody is willing to lead in the right directions of the somebodies that are following them. I hope y'all just heard what I just said. Everybody is following somebody. But not everybody is willing to lead the somebodies to a place that's best for the, the follower, not for their own selfish gain. Very few people. 
How do I know this? How many of you, tell me down in the comments, how many of you have a fake follower right now on social media? How many of you have been followed by a fake follower of somebody else that you know? How many of you have been followed by a fake follower of a celebrity that you know? How many, y'all have seen that, right? We get all these fake followers, right? And what sucks is, and I've been, I've been preaching about this the last year or so, I hate that on Instagram because all these fake followers show up, but then you get punished by the algorithm because fake followers are following you. And I'm like, I can't control fake followers, right? But my point is, how many of you have been followed by a fake follower before? And you're like, that's not that person. I know that's not that person, right? You know it's not that person because you're actually following the real person. And the reason you're actually following that person, I don't know what your actual reason is, but I will tell you this, is something about them that makes you stick around. Either you trust their information, either you believe they're, they're telling you something you either want or need to hear, like there's some reason that you follow that person on social media across all their social media platforms, right? There's a reason. There's some reason you're doing it. Well, here's what I know. The fake ones are just taking what the real person is doing and duplicating everything. They're not willing to stand on who they are by themselves. And what I'm telling you is because there's very few leaders, there's somebody who's standing around you in the world in these 8 billion people saying, man, I wish somebody I could relate to would talk about, you know, family life. Or I wish somebody that I, I knew would, would, that would talk about, you know, being a dad, being a single dad. I wish there was somebody I could follow who was just honest about what it really means to build a business. The times that they don't have the money to pay the employees or, or themselves and they got to just still pay the employees. The times that the money was tight. The times that they were deeper in debt. The times that they didn't have a way out. The times that they were just winging it. My point is, there's somebody that wants to follow you. But because you won't show up authentically yet and lead, they are following the fakes. Hey, you're enjoying this episode, right? Well, there's something I wanted to share with you. Have you ever heard of the triangle of value? Well, it's something that I actually teach in my Side Hustle Secrets course. See, you actually have a profession, you have practices, and you live by a set of principles. That is your triangle of value. Well, within that triangle of value, you are so valuable in the marketplace that what you know in your head, somebody else is willing to pay you in order to be able to get that information so that they can do the same thing that you're doing. But you didn't know that until now. Well, I've created something just for you. I got a course called the Side Hustle Secrets course. If you go to thesidehustlesecrets.com, you can go ahead and get into my course. I teach you how to use that triangle of value and actually be able to create you a great online profitable business. But here's the cool part. Along with that, I show you my core four strategies and how to be able to take that triangle of value and turn it into four different streams that you can be able to leverage to be able to build you a great side business and reduce the financial stress. Because listen, I know you're enjoying your job. I know you've done all the work that you needed to, to get where you are today. But I also know this between layoffs, 
firings and downsizings. It's bound to happen. It happened to me twice. I don't want it to happen to you. Or at least if it does, you have something to fall back on and you don't have to hurt you and your family. I know you got a lot of information in your head and I know you could scale it. And I know there's somebody else out there who is happy, willing to pay you to get that information. Well, let me show you how to do it. Go to thesidehustlesecrets.com, get the course, and let's work together to build out and build you what you need for you to have a great side business. Let's get back to the episode. Why? Because everybody is following somebody. Everybody. Everybody is following somebody. Even Elon Musk has, a, a, um, Elon himself, um, and I just found out we've been all pronouncing his name wrong, so I'm going to state his name right. Elon has been, he's even said that his, his look up to person, the person that he looked to was Richard Branson. Richard Branson is looking up to somebody, right? Like my point is we all have people that we're, 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 or, um, we're, we're being led by, but if you're not willing to step out here in this world and be authentically you in front of everybody else, then you are leaving the followers who were meant to follow you to follow fakes. And that's a tragedy. Because the only reason why they're following the fakes is because they have not because you haven't shown up yet in the marketplace and they're waiting on you. They're just waiting on you. That's it. They're just waiting. And when you finally show up, your followers will be there. And I don't mean followers like a cult. I'm just saying there's people who will rock with you. People who resonate with what you got to say. But they're waiting on you. And you keep thinking, I don't have the skill. Well, I just laid out the definition of a skill. Go look it up. The definition in Webster's Dictionary says, skill is the ability to do something well. We all have that ability. So I'm going to recap the, the skill and I'm going to go back to my even. All right, but I just had to drop this. All right, sales. What is skill? Skill is sales. We all have been selling since the beginning of time. If you're watching this on the replay, hit replay. If you heard me talk about sales in the beginning. S stands for sales. K stands for knowledgeable. You have devices in your hand that can give you accesses and portals to all the information that you need based on what it is that you want to do really well, right? And I, I is inquisitive. Great business people are, they're, they're thinkers and they're asking questions all the time so they can get that much better. L stands for learning. You have to be a learner in order to be able to ask great questions. So that you can apply the knowledge that you are getting to a specific skill. See how all of this works backwards and forwards? And the last L is leading. There's somebody out there waiting for you to step up in the marketplace. Because every single person is following somebody. Every human is following somebody. But they're all waiting on you to step up. And if you started leading by having a posture of wanting to learn a lot then you would go and ask a lot of questions. Those questions would make you knowledgeable and then you could apply your skill to help others. See how this works, y'all? It's a really good way to look at life. At least I think so. Hey, if you like this video, if you like this uh, audio, hey, drop replay, leave me a comment, share it with somebody else and tell them also, hey, you got skill, all right? And you want them to know about it. If you're not watching or listening to the Grow Your Side Business podcast, go check it out now. It's on YouTube. It's on all available platforms right 
now. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for watching uh, on IG, whatever social media platform that you watched on. Love you. Take care. And I cannot wait to see you on Monday. Why? Because I'm doing Massive Action Monday. You know how we do every single Monday. I'll see you then. Take care. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next one. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.